1: we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name
0: And it's good morning from the concrete gang, bright eyed, <laughs> bushy tailed, and getting close to the end of winter. Good morning, gorilla. Good the morning, Warren. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, string bean. Good morning, Annie, on the panel. And uh, we are here to celebrate some actual reasonable weather this weekend so far. And uh, let's hope it stays that way And you tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is an RDO And it is pre- predicted to be rain But it has been a little bit warmer lately
2: So you've covered your tracks now, have you? Cause As you always Because I reckon it's going to pour rain this weekend And you've said we've had a good weekend
0: Well, so far
2: We haven't gone on the weekend, it's Friday Don't spoil it for Oh, all right, the right, sorry, mate. Come sorry, on. Live, live on a Sunday morning
0: Yeah, yeah, we've made the sacrifice We're definitely live on a Sunday morning <laughs> Righto, uh, let's talk about uh, what's the, been happening around the uh, industry and what's been happening around uh, a few issues that do affect the industry. And one of those is the state Labor government, Mr Andrews, and his friend, the Minister for Emergency Service.
2: The Minister for War. Uh, yeah,
0: Lisa yeah. Neville, who has decided to spend tens of millions of dollars on arming the police force. Right, here. Yeah. Not just riot gear but armaments. I mean br- stun grenades. For what riot? For what when was the last time we had a riot in this town? I mean seriously, can you remember any time we had mass yes. civil disobedience? Yes.
2: When? When we were fifty ru- years ago. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> when we were the Bells and we we the around house and the ex goes. I said those those, those horses won't. No, they try not. They try not to stand on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly I got, what they're supposed to do. I got carried home that and night. With, I got carried home that night with three broken ribs. That's when I had ribs. I haven't got them now. Too fat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, let's be serious for a second. I well, was Say, serious? No, in that, terms that of was the last handling. Riot. Issues, they used to use the police horses They used to use the long battens And we all used to complain Remember when we complained about the long battens? Well, I tell you what Long battens are nothing compared to What was put on display this week For the benefit of uh, Trades Hall They were invited along to inspect As I understand it The new militarised Victorian police They've got riot tanks They have got uh, guns which shoot out bloody all sorts of chemicals which explode above the uh, crowd and which then affects everyone. So there's tear gas, you name it, there's stun grenades, there's the, not a lot.
3: How about the rubber ball bearing bomb?
0: Oh, yes, the rubber ball bearing bomb, that's another one. The
3: grenade that, that blows up and sends little rubber bullets everywhere. Yeah,
0: don't get it in your eye. Well,
3: well, don't it, get it anywhere, the, sensitive. the eye
0: The eye won't be there too much longer. But yes, uh, apparently the uh, Andrews government's decided to go uh, law and order. They're trying to outdo uh, that other idiot, Matthew Guy, who would just love to arrest everybody who walks the streets, except if he's having uh, lobster with him down at some restaurant. <laughs> yeah. and uh, Lob- Lobster
2: Cave in Brighton. Special plug to them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be down for a free meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Or if you're a drink driver in the Geelong region that you can't even sack. Not much law and order there either.
0: Uh, Yes. Well, anyway, we won't worry about Matthew God. Let's worry about uh, Daniel Andrews' government and their decisions about Vic Poll. And you might say, what the hell has that got to do with anything to do with the Concrete Gang? Well, as the brother mentioned earlier, there have been some demos, there has been some confrontations and that over the years. But mass pickets will be a target, because that's the perfect place to use some of the weaponry that has now been allocated to VicPol.
2: I've got a, I've got a, an answer to all this. Yes. They'll, they'll have to advertise to get uh, drivers for their tanks and all that. Let's give them buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
0: even more dangerous for a picket line. Yeah. <laughs> but, the worst uh, driver in Australia. <laughs> the only hope we've got. <laughs> right, uh, now, the other thing that should be mentioned is having given all of this stuff to the police, having basically turned them into a full military bloody police force, a bit like some other countries. At the same time, the police turned on the government and started raiding all these young people who were involved in the last election, who now are being treated like absolute criminals because they went out and campaigned. And maybe... There should be an investigation into some matters raised by the ombudsman, but arresting people at 5am in the morning, dragging them out of their homes, denying them access to their solicitors and all the rest of it, to interview them about a bloody election campaign. What? They didn't answer the door. They're going to put the bloody uh, tank through the bloody front door. This is not Zimbabwe. I'm sorry. Is this this like is, a, it's a military coup.
2: Buzz going
0: there too. Yeah, well... I mean, all I can say is this is the greatest, latest shit that I have heard for a very long time and for a so-called progressive Labor government to be involved in all this, sorry, this does not compute.
3: It's some thank you, isn't it? Here's yeah. all this military gear and then we'll go and arrest your own people. But the, I think the thing that should be mentioned on top of it is the mandatory sentencing laws they've brought in. So when it comes to a picket line, you know what they used to do, always do when they, when they come beat you up? They then load you up with charges and say, it's your fault and you've assaulted the police. But now assault police has a mandatory jail sentence. Mm. So if we have a picket line that gets attacked, mm. um, we get loaded up with charges straight to jail. There's no question about it. So it's no longer that they can just go, oh yeah, and then we'll drop the charges and you know a bit of a fine and whatever. It's no, you're off to jail. So you're going to you're going to cop a a grenade, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, have you lose an eye? You're going to get pepper bombed. You're going to get the whole works, so, driven over by a tank, and then you got jail time for it. If yeah, for turning up, and that's uh, again Andrew's government bringing in this just that's a backwards law. This I mean, that's, world
0: has gone crazy. We are not some kind of nation absolutely by, beset by civil unrest, rioting and all the rest of it. We've had a few, in terms of the world, some relatively minor terror things. It's, they're important, they're serious and they hurt people. But compared to what's happened in Paris and Brussels and all the rest of it, this is a very calm and peaceful
2: country. Hey, and a, they're just I'm trying to, it off their heads. I'm trying to think. Of, like, I can't even remember a copper getting hurt in any of those. Uh, picket lines or anything else? Can you, can you ever remember? The only thing we did was pu- pu- push the horses backwards. Well, the, the horses uh,
0: were gently. basically being used to bash the shit out of us. Yeah, though, I know, anyway. but we
2: we pushed them back gently. Yeah, gently.
1: That's
3: but, that's it. There's no justification. I mean, what justification? None of the terror attacks could be stopped yeah. by any of these weapons or anything. There's no. There's just no justification. It's bizarre, yeah. honestly under a Labor government. I can understand a Liberal government doing it just for show, but... Well,
0: just imagine what it would have been like if we went back a few years to 1998 down at uh, the docks and they had the tanks. They wouldn't have had police being surrounded and then deciding they didn't want a confrontation. What we would have had is all those people standing in front of the gates... R- drive and then the just
2: drive over the bloody top of them. They would have not come off the top of the 3AW van because he was on top of the van. Yep, that's right. <laughs> be the
3: capsicum spray machine gun. Yep.
2: Oh, Jesus. Followed by the water cannon, followed
3: by the giant. They've got a rocket launcher that does, like, um, giant rubber balls mm. that will knock you over, that will send you flying a couple of metres back, yep. and they can shoot it from a long distance, like, you know, mm. a few hundred metres away, and they go, bang, and suddenly you you find like, yeah.
0: Well, welcome to Gaza and the West Bank, yeah. folks. It's World War Three. <laughs> Thank Don't you. Don't throw rocks. Thank you, Daniel Andrews. Now, just moving along, an alert for a lot of people in the industry: companies are seeking to change their EBAs. Now, this is not stuff about trying to create a new EBA. This is people trying to establish a up-to-date EBA which has got nothing to do with code compliance. This is all to do with accounting advice that has been received how to avoid payroll tax. So, folks, there is a fair bit of confusion running around the industry. Yes, we are not in the process of negotiating a new EBA. The expired EBA does go on. But there are people running around at the moment trying to change the name of companies to change directors, and therefore they think they need to change their EBA. Simply, it is a transmission of business. The work goes from company A to company B. The workers go from company A to company B. Then the EBA follows them. There's a lot of shit being talked, and it's all about money and tax avoidance. So just be aware of that. It is a matter that is confusing a lot of people out there, and I think a fair few bosses are pretty confused
3: too. Righto. Sure, you can get tax avoidance advice on your iPhone, given that Apple doesn't pay any. <laughs> good point. Good you point. Give Exxon a call. There's, there's a Cast of thousands that will give you good advice on that. And a,
0: and a, and a lot of Chinese uh, plastering gang bosses who know all about it. That's Righto. Right.
3: Like John Hollands, for a start, they don't pay any tax either.
0: They are owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. Righto, let's talk about dunnies. There you go. There's a subject for first thing on a Sunday morning, Dunnies. What's
2: the name of that bloke? Kenny. <laughs> yes, Kenny. And, uh... Yeah, well, um, I've noticed that the uh the we spent years trying to to um campaign and get rid of the fiberglass dunnies, but they're they're coming back in. Out of the Glen out there in um them Wavely they they want to use them on the floors, but they've got plenty of room around the outside they can put the proper uh what would you call them um toilet blocks toilet blocks, but they still want to use a fiberglass one so I'm, I'm a bit of a concern out there, so we've knocked that on the head as you would, and uh yeah, I, I can understand maybe on the high rise probably but but I can't understand that, so we've got to keep an eye on all that we what we, we got what we got because we fought for it we can't lose it correct, and
0: there was always a progression of toilet blocks up a high rise and equally too on uh, civil infrastructure jobs, proper blocks were set out along the distance of a job. Yes, there are some times uh, when you're doing the central core or something, you might need an emergency toilet because it's so hard to get out of that confined space and down to the toilet. But toilet blocks, proper toilet blocks with full water, Full hand-washing facilities, hot and cold water, the whole bloody lot is normal business. It's part of the EBA. All this other stuff, these temporary toilets and all the rest of it, even if they're plumbed in, are still not up to the standard required under the EBA, and ProBuild should know better. Exactly. Righto, we're going to uh, cut to a track. And we're going to go rage against the machine or, in this case, rage against Vic No shelter. Rage against the machine, because there'll be no shelter from Vic Pohl now that they're armed to the teeth.
2: Not a bad choice there, String I think we might have to give the old music direct to the arse. <laughs> Who brought the CD in? Yeah, no, no.
0: There was even the military yeah. drums at the end, very yeah, appropriate. Vic yeah. Police
2: and their military yeah. Force. Yeah. force. You thought of everything, mate. The Victorian
3: Armed, armed Forces. the top. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes. appropriate all I'm saying.
0: Righto. What are we Let's talking talk about?
3: Let's talk about
0: our old friends, John Hollands. Again. Uh, Again. Yet again. Yes, John Hollands are uh, currently before the ACT Supreme Court with a $700,000 claim for wage theft. And our good friends John Hollands are involved in a uh, light rail project up there. And uh, there seems to have been a lot of cheating going on. And now the union in the ACT, good on... The uh, folks up there who have uh, been right into it and they've set them up for the court case and John Hollands are screaming like stuck
3: pigs. 700000 is a lot of money, but and not, many, not many people. Only, what is it, about 70 members or something? Yes. Um, that's hard to believe. That's a lot of money in a short space of time.
0: Oh, I think it's not too short a space of time. It has been dragging on stop-start for some time. It has not been a highly successful
3: job. 84 workers, yeah. Well, pay up, and it wouldn't be the only job where that's happening.
0: No, John Hollands just have this problem, don't they? They just seem to just lack attention to detail.
3: Could be a shot across the bow for their new panel yard. Oh, yes, they're
0: uh, trying to establish a uh, panel yard up in uh, Banala, and uh, again, the Andrews government spruiked on big time about it, but... What happened? There was a company set up to employ the Labor, and they tried to do an agreement, and uh, they called it a Brownfields Agreement with the receptionist and a couple of people that worked in a quarry. Right? And there was some problems. I don't think they actually carried out the requirements of the Fair Work Act, and the commissioner wasn't too happy, and then the whole matter got withdrawn. Methinks there was embarrassment all the way around. But has that stopped John Hollands from proceeding? Of course not. And they are going to be making, they say, precast for their infrastructure jobs, methinks all the way up and down the east coast of Australia. Too big an investment not to uh, use it. And they're going to be transporting precast on railway trucks. Now, if there's ever something which didn't have much give in it, it's a railway truck. So the precast will be absolutely vibrated to within... Well, it'll be vibrated to dust. Yeah. And that will be a serious problem. But John Hollands, 700000 yeah, we'll pay it. They'll go to the Supreme Court. We'll pay it, we'll pay it. And then we'll find out they owe
3: $1.7 million somewhere else. 55 breaches of the workplace laws... It's uh that's a lot. I reckon that will they send in the new VicPol armed forces?
0: Well, they won't send in the ABCC because the ABCC reckons John Ollins is a good company.
3: Well, it's worth mentioning that one police force has pressed some charges, mm-hmm. or not yet, but the AFP has referred the whole Michaela Cash's office leaks to the Director of Public Prosecutions.
0: Because they don't want to handle the political grief
3: themselves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I'm cynical, but yes, Michaela Cash is
3: just doing herself a treat. We're up to about 290 days since those leaks and it's still going. But something's going to happen. Indeed it will.
0: But things happen all over our industry and maybe a couple of uh, reports on issues on jobs would be appropriate at this point including me, the wonderful world of painting.
2: You've only put me to sleep.
1: Well, well you
2: wake up and do what you're supposed to do. Talk about seven stars. Seven stars. Mate, Well, how do they rate themselves seven stars? <laughs> I, should, I should call them no stars. Yeah, but this is a
0: rating out of 100. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Well, in that case, yeah, seven stars, <laughs> That's <right, laughs> yeah. about right. Well... He, he, I forget his name, the old brother. He, he's telling a few porky pies other yeah, day. All of a sudden, he, he had all the um, blokes on wages, and I said, you better talk to the blokes, this boss bossy's jobs are going to stop. Have a think about it, and we'll come back in a in minute. We came back in the room, and all of a sudden, everyone was on ABNs. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's in, in the process of being s- sorted. So that's just the painting industry for you. trying to try get the bottom of all that sorted all out. Some of seven the rates, stars.
3: some of the rates going around there, the painting, the there's a lot of talk talking about big wage claims.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of wage claims going on. Or if you're in working for, as we mentioned last week, applied coating facades, not only do you get a wage claim, you get a smack in the mouth from the boss, <laughs> right in front of the shop steward. There you go. The seven stars throwing the punches around, were they? No, no, nah, nah, he,
2: he just sucked. He just, you know. He just sucked. Now, hey, we, we've got a report too. We've, we've had a the grey greyhounds now been named. That was a very short run contest. now we've had a we've had a winner. It's going to be called R D O. Yes, A double R D double
0: is certainly right. O O O O shit. Is that what there the, you the, no, the number mean, you call when the greyhound the falls over? <laughs> you'd be the greatest
2: I mean, he doesn't like anyone that drinks, he doesn't like anyone that bets. He's just you're the most negative person I've ever met. You're gonna whammy the dog before it even starts, are you? Can you call Triple A? Bet? On,
0: your, on your record, I would have my doubts. Oh mate.
3: It's a great name. How many how many entries were there, Gorilla? One.
2: <laughs> Nine. <laughs> So I won the prize. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the only way you win in gambling. You're the only well, I think it's a
2: good name. I'm not arguing with you. Jeez, a bit arsy, blokes, I tell you. Good, Righto. Good, we need to name. do good a couple of things. Better than riding pushbikes than the arse in the cars. Well, New competition to be announced next week.
0: Yes. Righto. Just two things. The Cummins <laughs> Award Night is coming up. Get your tickets. Book your tables. It's a big night out, and it's in... Basically, recognition of the great service that Johnny Cummins did, the trade union movement, not just building workers. Now, a cheerio to all those involved with the John Carnivale fundraiser last weekend. Mel, his wife, and uh, Jess, and all Andy, and all the people who helped organise it. It was a great success. It was really a good night, and some real money was raised. And the Carnivale family need it, and if you can support it, it's appreciated. The Union
3: Awards, is that going to be... Like a gorillas competition, they're going to award themselves something. <laughs> I've awarded myself fresh. Yeah. He's bringing the dog along. <laughs> what about a, a truckload of pal?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right the best,
2: best greyhound name goes to Scallywags <laughs> oh, no. of the week. I don't know who he's got there. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I've got to find that out because I remember we had a greyhound once. I was told to squeeze his nuts when I put him in the box. I squeezed him too hard. He hit his head and knocked himself out. He's laying there asleep in the box when they all took off. Righto. That's Let's enough.
0: hope it happens to Vic Pole because I'm nominating them for scallywags.
3: The RSPCA is going to get uh, armaments soon. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Seven Star Painting, <laughs> Hutchison's, and their little shambles down at the Esplanade Hotel.
2: I didn't squeeze them that hard.
0: John Moran and uh, Island Brown down at. Uh, the Gordon Institute in Geelong. You know, you are dickheads. I'm sorry. Island Brown, you're puncing around oh, in Geelong. Oh, John Moran, mate, hopeless. Paul call, Christian for call his endless service to Canes. Uh, Canes. <laughs> and last but not least, Intext, the manufacturers of Telpro, a plasterboard cart, i.e., a trolley, very unstable. There is a member in hospital right now who ended up wearing 800 kilo of plasterboard. And you're only going to look at the pictures, get onto the website, look at the alerts. It is basically unsound. And there's an alert out
2: for um, uh, Clark Cranes. Raimondi. Ra- Raimondi Cranes, because it, apparently there's quite, quite a few been found that don't win vain. Hmm. Very, very dangerous. So if you've got a Ramondi Crane... Chase the alert up Yes Now I've got a nomination Also for Sookie Lawa
0: Because Kid Zero From uh, Our good friends The uh, Cross Yarra Partnership uh, Complained that He wasn't getting A certificate Or a Cup or something When he won Suki Lawa Last week So You asked me What prize <laughs> He got Well he got another Nomination Kid Zero He
2: got more than I did I won the award For the name of the grand Righto who are we going to go for Scullywag?
3: Uh, oh, it's tough. Vic Poles. But
0: if we stick to the jobs. I think this in-text thing myself.
2: Well, I'm These going people. To, no, no, like, no, no. I'm going to paint a seven-star. Oh, blues, yeah. Seven-star. All right. So hands down. Yep. Seven-star. right Seven-star are the winners of
0: Scullywag of the Week. Kid Zero. Mr. Curry from CYP, you are Suki Lala again. And we'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. And we're going out with a little song dedicated to Neil Brown, who was there on Saturday night at the Carnivali fundraiser, who bought the Tiger Moth uh, flight and paid really good money. Well done, Brownie, but this is for you.